When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Industry Thought Leader Podcast. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your message while become known as an authority in your field? Industry Thought Leader Podcast will show you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hey, it's Anne-Marie. Welcome back to another episode of Industry Thought Leader Podcast. And this is the very first episode back in 2021. I do want to welcome you back to this new year. If this is the first time that you're listening to the podcast, welcome. Great to have you here. I know 2020 has been an interesting year, hasn't it? A lot of uncertainty, a lot of changes. And when you speak to different groups of people, some businesses have just thrived. They've really embraced the online space. Maybe they've taken many years before that to build foundations and they were able to leverage that, pivot quickly and leverage that. Others have taken a bit of time to get to that stage. And and for some businesses, you know, they've had to really completely rethink their business model. So wherever you're at and whatever stage that you're at in your business, I do hope that 2021 brings uh, fruit to the, the seeds that you have planted. And that even if you're just at the beginning, know that with the right steps, with the right focus, with the right support, you'll certainly be able to achieve no matter what's going on in the world. You just need to to be uh, wise, you just need to to know what to do. But anyway, I wanted to just spend a little bit of time in um, this show is letting you know of some of the changes that we have as part of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network, which of course Industry Thought Leader Podcast is hosted and produced on, uh, the things that we've got which may be of interest to you and how, we're, how it's going to look moving forward. I don't know about you, but I love new projects. And, and actual fact, it's one of my strengths. I love new projects, starting new things, getting them launched, diving in, uh, often by the seat of my pants. Uh, I'm a, if you, if you follow the Colby, uh, you know, the Colby assessment, I am a quick start and followed by, um, oh goodness, I can't remember the, the second one, it's, it's off the, but I like to do a little bit of research, but one of my uh, weaknesses, if you say, I mean, one of the things that are not as strong for me is the follow through, which is why I've got a great team who does that for me, but I love starting new projects. So something that I started a number of years ago now, not, not so long ago, was the Industry Thought Leader podcast. For those of you who don't know my history, I started podcasting back in 2008. Uh, Career Success Radio was our very first podcast when I was involved in the career industry and I've been podcasting ever since, even when I transitioned out of the career industry and started working with entrepreneurs, business owners in the area of personal branding, positioning, um, 
you know, honing in on their message, uh, identifying and capturing their intellectual property and putting together a compelling, distinguishable, uncopyable message so they are seen as a trusted authority in their fields. But then a couple of years ago, things started to change a little bit, you know, from doing the business coaching, the branding, positioning and helping coaches and consultants build their business. I transitioned more into focusing in the area of podcasting. And so when I pivoted, what you may not realize is at that time I was producing two other shows which I halted production of. One of them was my award-winning podcast Ambitious Entrepreneur Show which I'd done for quite some time and when I closed that down people were really shocked. In fact I had a number of people, several actually, of people who messaged me and said would you consider selling the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show which just was just a surprise to me because I had no idea that people would even consider Uh, buying the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. But I realised, you know, what an incredible asset that I had had built following all of the the principles that I, of course, teach and I share with my clients. Anyhow, Women in Leadership was a podcast that I had started as well. You may have heard me share a story where I started that podcast uh, after my worst business failure yet. And um, thankfully, uh, you know, through Winneman and Leadership Podcast, it was something that happened, prompted my entire journey to deciding that I was going to specialise in podcasting and and helping coaches and consultants, service-based businesses launch a robust podcast strategy. Because what happened with Women in Leadership Podcast, it was, as I mentioned, after my worst business failure yet, and I really couldn't create. Looking back, you know, hindsight is such a wonderful teacher and being able to reflect back, I could see that I had been burnt out could not create, could not write. And it was something that I really enjoyed doing, but I struggled, couldn't even put two words together. But I knew that even though I was, there was a period of uh, the grief and loss and having to work through that, I knew that I still needed to keep active in some way. And even though I could not write, even though I could not create, I thought, you know what, I can still ask questions. And I thought, let's launch Women in Leadership podcast. And there was a bit of a selfish motive because I thought to help me get over my grief and loss, I'm going to go out and interview incredible women in business and in leadership. And I'm going to learn from them. What did they do when they were faced with challenges? What did they do to overcome fear of failure and and having failed? What did they do? What were the steps that they took? So I was just going to immerse myself and surround myself with awesome women leaders and that's exactly what I did. But inadvertently what happened was, and you may have heard me share the story, so if you have already, just indulge me to share this with others who may not have heard this yet. Three episodes in to Women in Leadership podcast, I accidentally generated two four-figure clients. These particular clients had no idea who I was. They were looking for a business consultant that specialised in branding, you know, in positioning. And they Googled branding consultant, um, business consultant. They stumbled across my website. They listened to the first three episodes of Women in Leadership podcast and basically made a decision then and there, we want to work with Anne-Marie. So when they rang me, they basically said, look, we love who you are, what you do, what you stand for. What's the best program? What do you recommend? How do we work with you? And it wasn't until a little bit later I thought, man, if I could generate by accident 
two four-figure clients who all had, you know, they rang me and basically said, well, what program do you recommend we work with you? I thought, if I could do that accidentally, what would happen if I backtracked the steps, the things that needed to be in place online and the process that they followed. So basically their buyer's journey. What would need to happen and be in place for me to be able to do that intentionally and purposefully? Could I do that? And then more importantly, can I teach that to others so that they could adopt exactly what I did so that they didn't need to have to go and reinvent the wheel to get the same result? So What ended up happening at the time was I had to take a step back and really do some research, some investigative research as to backtracking the steps, what needed to be in place. And and that was really where industry thought leader, how to go from invisible to influential and profitable with a podcast came to be. It became a book, Industry Thought Leader a book. You can get a copy of that, industrythoughtleaderbook.com is where you can get a copy of the book. So the book came into place. I decided that I wanted to also launch a podcast Hence, Industry Thought Leader Podcast, the one that you're listening to right now. I also decided that from the book, I wanted to create a program, a podcasting course, but not just a podcasting course, a program that would help businesses such as you, service-based businesses who often have real speciality, real expertise, and in some instances like I had in the career industry, and then later when I transitioned into working with entrepreneurs, a diverse background, which may seem a little bit, you know, uh, multifaceted and multi-passionate. And you know that saying, um, you know, jack of all trades, master of none. When we don't position our message correctly, it can seem like we're doing lots of different things across lots of different areas and we can end up confusing our market. And that that's kind of the story that I also share in different podcast interviews when I'm being interviewed, as well as in, in my programs, because that happened to me inadvertently. So I decided that I really needed to focus and hone in, no longer allow myself to launch another project while managing existing projects. And that led me to halt production. In fact, I really did not think that I was ever going to resume production of The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show and Women in Leadership, nor did I ever think that there would be a pandemic that would halt the entire world. And so over the last, well, towards the end of 2020, uh, there was just some stirring, you know, in in me, in my spirit that I thought, you know what, I'm really missing the conversations that I'm having with women, you know, my girls. I mean, I love, I love men and women and the conversations that I have. I'm a true believer that, uh, We need one another. So whilst this women in leadership is about women in leadership, I have to say that I love working with men. I have had, you know, men mentors and coaches. When I think back to my career, I really didn't actually... I did. I had one woman woman leader right at the beginning of my career when I first started. In actual fact, she was quite influential and integral in, in my role because I was just a teenager out of school, fresh out of school, and she was one of the accountants. She was the CPA and she hated her job, hated it. And I was hired as an offer. Mind you, I'm going off in a bit of a segue, but hey, this is my show, so I can. But there's meaning to this message and this story. Um, and so... 
I had started in that role. It was back in New Zealand. Um, that's where I'm originally from. And I started off as an office junior, but it wasn't um, it wasn't long before the the then manager could see in me real hungry, you know, a hunger to learn. And I ended up doing more in the area of bookkeeping, which I loved. I mean, I always in, at school I vowed I would never work in an office. So I did um, secretarial service as a mucking around kind of, you know, not mucking around, but more as a just in case. And I did accounting as just in case. I had to learn accounting by hand, ledgers by hand. So when I started my own very first business, the uh, AEC office services, I took someone's bookwork and actually fabricated or, or put together their journals and their ledgers by hand. So when I handed the documentation to their accountant, I remember him saying, where can we get the printouts and a backup copy of the backup? And I said, oh, I can give you some photocopies and he goes no no just and I said well I actually did this by hand I actually did double ledger entries and all that good stuff right through the trial balance and profit and loss and balance sheet oh, yeah I learned all of that at school you know hence I say I'm multi-faceted and, and multi-talented I love all of those things not that I really want to focus on um, books that, at all or figures but they're really interesting they can tell you um, some stories by the way I've got a client who just excels in that wonderful C area uh, who I can recommend if you're looking for someone to support you in growing your business this year profitably the right way with your finances. Anyhow, that was right off topic, but it leads me to sharing how influential this woman was in my early stages of my career because as I was going up the you know going up the corporate ladder if you will it was only a small business in New Zealand you know it was a husband led by a husband and wife and their son and the computers back then and I'm sharing my age had these massive big floppies I think they were the floppy disks by the way I'm not being rude or crude that's what you called them you know now we have a hard drive, but in, in that, there were these disks that you would put into your computer and that's where you'd take the backups. Anyway, that husband and wife and son ended up being removed from the company because the company was taken over by Austra- an Australian company and they brought in a new managing director and a new um, you know, financial controller. And she was the one that ended up not really enjoying her job. So I, she, she said, would you like to learn these things? I can teach you. And I said, yes. So I learned everything that I could. And she was lovely. I really loved her. Yeah, from a leadership style. And the the previous women leader that I had, um, interesting. Can I just say interesting? There are lessons that you learn on the things to do in leadership. And then there's lessons that you learn on all of the things on not to do. And can I tell you, in the early stages of my career, I learned from both angles the leaders that I wanted to aspire and be like, and the leaders, not so much. <laughs> so I learned a lot in, in those early stages of my career. And I've ever since, I mean, I'm just hungry to learn, which is why I love podcasting, because guess what? I get to ask my awesome guests incredible questions. And uh, and so, you know, Women in Leadership, towards the end of 2020, I thought I really would love 
to restart this podcast. And I started to hint at it. And when I mentioned it to a few people, yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. So the beginning of this year, I knew, 2021, I knew that Women in Leadership was going to resume and restart. And in the last week or so, which happens with quick starts, I started to get an inkling and just the sense that maybe it's time, maybe just maybe it's time to bring Ambitious Entrepreneur Show back as well. Um, Because the projects that I'd started to work on, the book is done, the podcasting with purpose, 90 day idea to launch your thought leader podcast is done. I created the Industry Thought Leader Academy, which has business courses, it has training courses there, that is done. By the way, industrythoughtleaderacademy.com, the 90 day idea to launch your thought leader podcast, we're going to run that twice this year. If you're looking to build your thought leadership, become that industry thought leader with a podcast, uh, podcasting with purpose.com. But there's one other thing that I want to introduce and I want to share with you was something that I noticed was missing when I spoke to people or businesses who wanted to become known as that trusted authority, that influential voice in their industry, the industry thought leader, that layering a podcast strategy into their marketing was not the best approach for them at that particular time. And the reason was that when I asked them, why do you want to start a podcast? Their response was because our message is just not cutting through the noise. No matter what we're doing in our marketing, it's just not working. So we're hoping that our podcast will help us build our reach. Now, I knew that a podcast is an incredible amplification tool, but a podcast will only amplify the existing message that you currently have. So if someone was to say to me, we're launching a podcast because we want it to amplify our message because currently we're not being heard, we're not being seen, we're not being recognised as trusted authorities – an alarm bell went up for me because I knew that if they took their existing message and launched a podcast on the top of that using the same message, it would not have the same result. In fact, what they could end up doing was confusing an even larger portion of the audience and you know, some of their ideal clients who needed their support just would not recognise that this podcast and the host and the expert on the, the podcast was... was an answer to their problem was the solution to their challenge because their message was just confusing and I knew that they were not yet ready to launch their podcast. So what I ended up doing when I, because I, you know, turned a number of people away and I said, you're not ready yet, go and focus on your message first and then come back. And then they would go off and they would end up getting even more confused or they would enrol in different programs that really wouldn't help them. They would spend tens of thousands and in some instances, even more than that. And then they would launch some other marketing strategy, you know, the bright, shiny object that is promised to be the all and end all result. And it's not because they hadn't built their business foundations. They hadn't built their core message. They hadn't built such a unique offering that is wrapped around a key story that positions them as not only distinguishable, but uncopyable to become not just a solution, but the solution that their ideal client considers. And I knew that there was a huge gap in the marketplace. So what I, and that was, that was some of the things that I was doing before I transitioned and really focused and honed in on supporting businesses 
with developing their podcast. I was working with coaches and consultants, helping them put together what I now call, and I called back then, their core business foundations, identifying their lucrative niche, putting together their signature brand and their message that's so compelling, no one can copy it, putting and identifying their signature system, their IP, their intellectual property, and in such a compelling way that that in itself becomes a marketable and bankable product that stands on its own. Just like I mentioned to you earlier, the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, when I was going to close that down and I I announced that to my community, I had several people message me and say, would you consider selling that? So, you know, if you look at your IP and the programs and the products that you developed, and just when you look at your business model, are you building a business model that is bankable, that you could down the track sell to people who are aligned with your vision, who bring a level of expertise to the, you know, to the, to the, to, to the environment, but can add value to what you're doing so that they could step in and then take that on. Could you sell your business? And, you know, many businesses, especially coaches and consultants don't consider that. So I like to look at the, you know, business building through that lens. Now, I was doing that uh, previously and I decided uh, last year I'm going to start to build that back in with the work that I did, that I'm doing with my clients. So I'm going to help them get to a stage where they are ready to implement a, a robust podcasting strategy on top of a marketing strategy, positioning strategy, monetization strategy, mindset strategy strategy so that they can amplify what they're doing and take that to a much bigger, much larger scale. Because I work with change makers who want to make a bigger difference in the world with their message, one message at a time. And for those of them who want to launch a podcast, one podcast at a time as well. And hence what I ended up doing towards the end of last year was launching something that I'd had an idea about for a number of years now. Um, and that was to launch my membership program, The Influence Alliance. And you can find out more about it on theinfluencealliance.com. That's really the business building community for change makers who want to build a sustainable and scalable business they love on their terms. What do I mean by that? Well, you need to be clear on the style of business, the approach to business that you want. And you need to be clear on the stage of the business that you're at. What stage are you at? Because depending on what level you're at, you may not be ready yet to launch a podcast. You may not be ready yet to write a book or whatever message, you know, speaking from stage. You may need to focus on your core business foundations. You may need to revisit and create a clear vision and mission statement and get clear on your core values. You may be like me, a multifaceted, multi-passionate entrepreneur who just doesn't want to do one thing. The thought of doing one thing over and over again, it's like sticking a needle in your eye. There's just no way that we're going to do that. So what you need to do is you need to get clear and create an umbrella statement, an overarching statement that will bring that all together and so much more. And so these are the things that I am able to teach and share and help nurture Coaches and consultants, change makers who have, uh, you know, a passion to make a bigger impact in the world. 
that's where I'm able to support them through the influence alliance so that when they are ready, if they're ready, and if they want to launch a podcast, they can do that by then uh, stepping into the podcasting with purpose 90 day idea to launch your thought leader podcast program. So that's what I've been working on. And the influence alliance.com uh, is there now. We've got some members in there already. We will be doing more launches as uh, you know the year progresses. But uh, my team and I have spent quite a bit of time putting that together. We've got, you know, goodness, I, I, I can't even recall how many webinars and masterclasses that we have in there. We've had a number of people go through the core business foundations components and they've just absolutely loved it. So if you are looking for support, if you are looking not just for training, but the right training, the right steps, step by step, by step. We're starting to talk about this last year, even to some clients who are now in the enrolled in the program. It's like a business incubator without the tens of thousands of dollars cost. So if you're looking for that support, that camaraderie, the community of change makers, that for many of you who do have a podcast or thinking of doing a podcast, you want to make sure that the guests that you have on your show, you know, know what they're talking about. And so a great opportunity for you to connect with change makers in that community too. So influencealliance.com. But now that leads me to how we're going to move forward because now the Industry Thought Leader Book.com, that's done, published, ready to go. The 90 day idea to launch your thought leader podcasting with purpose program is done. The Industry Thought Leader Academy, where there's business and career training, just some masterclasses there. You may not necessarily want to take all of them, but just kind of dive in there to some money mindset class, or maybe you're, you know, a consultant, but you're looking to go back into doing some corporate gigs. You might want to know how to write, you know, a resume, or maybe you're in business or you're going from corporate and you're wanting to start a business and you just want to take a couple of masterclasses just to see, well, industrythoughtleaderacademy.com, go and check that out. But if you're wanting the ongoing support where it is really like this incubator business building community, the Influence Alliance is where you need to check us out. So because of that now, and because I'm starting up again, Women in Leadership podcast, And because I had just a stirring and knowing that it was time to relaunch the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, I've decided that Industry Thought Leader Podcast is, this is going to be the last episode for now. Who knows? Maybe down the track, I'll relaunch that. But for now, it's... It, it really has come to a stage where if you're wanting to continue to learn how to build a business where you become a thought leader, a trusted authority, an influential voice, the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will continue to reach out to guests and share content that will help you in that particular area. But we're going to continue this podcast, so Industry Thought Leader Podcast, under the umbrella of the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. So www.ambitiousentrepreneurshow.com. And of course, it is hosted and produced by my podcast network, the Ambitious Entrepreneur Network.com. Lots of uh, leadership and business building podcasts there too. So the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. So if you have just found this Industry Thought Leader podcast 
this is not the last episode that you will be able to hear from me. Come across and listen to the ambitiousentrepreneurshow.com. If you are also a woman, a woman and, or you're interested in women in leadership and learning more, go and check out my podcast, womeninleadershippodcast.com. And if you are also a Christian in business, I have another podcast called the Christian Entrepreneurs with an S podcast.com, the Christian Entrepreneurs podcast.com. So those are the three podcasts that I will be hosting and producing for my podcast network in 2021. And again, who knows, maybe I will uh, resume publication of Industry Thought Leader podcast. But at the moment, I'm just focusing on Ambitious Entrepreneur Show because the topics that I have spoken with my guests on the Industry Thought Leader podcast is exactly the same topics we're going to be talking about on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. So I hope that you will come across and connect with me there. The difference with um, the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show and Women in Leadership podcast and Christian Entrepreneurs podcast is that we are, and this is the difference between what I will be doing now with those podcasts and what I was doing previously when I was producing both Ambitious Entrepreneur Show and Women in Leadership podcast was we're going to be live streaming each and every guest show, which means you have an opportunity to be able to not only engage with the guest, but ask questions of the guest. What better opportunity? So you never, you know, have you ever had uh, a time when you're listening to a podcast and you think, oh, I would have loved to ask this question. Well, guess what? You are able to, whether you're listening and watching the live stream, the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show, the Women in Leadership podcast, or the Christian Entrepreneurs podcast, you can get to have your questions answered. So what we're doing as part of the the podcast network is every guest that is scheduled for an interview, an upcoming interview, we will let you know a week ahead of time. Uh, We can only do it a week ahead of time because we're using StreamYard platform to stream across LinkedIn, across Facebook and across YouTube. So if you prefer, have a preference for your platform and you like to hang out on LinkedIn, well, follow me on LinkedIn, Anne-Marie Cross. If you prefer to follow us on Facebook, then I highly recommend you go and search for The Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. It's a Facebook group that is my podcast network uh, Facebook group. We will be letting you know ahead of time the guests that we've scheduled and go and like that page. Um, And of course, if you are a change maker and you want to hang out in our free community, because I will be sharing things, you know, in that community moving forward, we've got a special Facebook group that I'm continuing to run for now uh, called Podcasting With Purpose. So all you need to do is go to podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash community, and you'll be able to hang out with us there. And of course, all of the shows are streamed live into um, the Podcasting With Purpose dot com forward slash community Facebook page as well. So that is the big announcements. Lots and lots of exciting things happening in 2021. Some changes, but good changes. And of course, uh, I really haven't had an opportunity previously to give you some idea on how you may be able to work with me. I don't just don't do podcasts. There's actually um, 
an area that I can support you with. So whether it's launching your own podcast or helping you build a sustainable and scalable business that you love on your terms. So connect with me there and I look forward to hanging out with you on a future show on the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show. Bye for now. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.